Okay, as promised by Kevin, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about this topic today, how to truly what are in the Chinese New Year, okay? And apparently I learned that there's a certain way you're supposed to say it, you're supposed to say it with a certain gusto, what are, okay? So let's all practice that, okay? Shall we try that? Ready? One, two, three. What are, yes, that's right, okay? So how to truly what are in the Chinese New Year, okay? Now, I, I know by now you all know that Singaporeans, uh, Malaysians, we've got a certain phrase, we use uh, certain colloquial terms, right? And um, if you've been in Singapore long enough, you realize that one of the things that's often used in Singapore is Singlish. So you go out to the streets and so forth, uh, you get people who address you, uh, really, man, wow, this one's so cheap, wow, wow, you know, wow, and the la, and the laws, and all of that, right? But did you know that um, Singlish or colloquial expressions, um, they also have certain expressions that are meant for certain occasions, right? So for Chinese New Year, Chinese New Year, one term that has often been used is this one, huada, okay? I got, I got to say with more gusto, huada, okay? It's an interesting term. Uh, it's used very often as a cry, okay? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a proclamation, huh? it's a cry. It's something like a battle cry, okay? Except that it is used during Chinese New Year, especially at one point of the celebrations at the low hay, um, when everybody's tossing the uh, low hay. Low hay is um, maybe for our Caucasian friends among us and for the non-locals. The best way to think of that is fish salad. Okay, low hay is a bit like fish salad. So when they toss the fish salad, um, very often people will shout out, "Huada, huada, huada!" Okay, um, and um, it's believed that the higher you toss the uh, low hay, um, the more whatness you will get. Okay, in there. Now, what is translated directly from the Hokkien, and it really means prosperity. Okay, prosperity. So when you use it as a cry, what are, it really means this, okay? And uh, I had to check with Mr. Google on the definition of this, okay? It really means to wish oneself prosperity. So it's used as an interjection, what are, Singapore, Malaysia, informal, it's a kind of an informal saying, okay? It's a traditional festive expression that is used to wish oneself prosperity, okay? So this doesn't come from the Oxford or Cambridge Dictionary. I don't think you'll find it in there. But this comes from uh, Wiktionary, okay? What are in there, the definition. So I did some research in order to prepare for this sermon. I did some research. And here are the things that I found out that we are supposed to do during this Chinese New Year period that will really maximize our what are in the Chinese New Year, okay? So what are they? Let me just share them with us. Three things. Firstly, say the right things, okay? We're supposed to say the right things. So this is the low hay dish, the, the fish salad dish that I was talking about. And did you know that with each ingredient that you put into the fish salad bowl, um, you are supposed to say certain things, okay? So it's a bit small, you might not be able to see it, but let me read it out for us. When you put in the raw fish, you're supposed to say, Nian Nian Yu, okay, which means uh, every year, a literal translation is every year you have fish, okay? But uh, it sounds like that, it sounds like that, okay? But actually what it means is that the Chinese word for fish, Yu, 
sounds very close to the Chinese word for extra, abundance. Okay? Surplus. So therefore, Nian Nian Yu Yu means every year you have a surplus. Okay? Then the next one, when you put in the pomelo, you're supposed to say Ta Ji Ta Li. Okay? And the reason is because pomelo, the Chinese word for pomelo, once again, is Ji. Okay? And Ji also sounds like the Chinese word for good fortune. Okay? And then the next one, when you put in the spices, you're supposed to say Zhao Cai Jing Bao. Zhao Cai Jing Bao, okay? Which means you bring in the, the wealth, okay? When you put in the oil, you're supposed to say Cai Yuan Guang Jing. When you put in the peanuts, Jing Ying Man Wu, okay? Um, sesame seeds, Shen Yi Xing Long. Golden crackers, Man Di Huang Jing. Plum sauce, Tian Tian Mi Mi, okay, which means everything is sweet and nice. And then the last one, after that, you grab your chopsticks and you are ready to toss the fish salad. And once again, you say Huada as you toss the fish salad, okay? So how many of us have managed to have a low hay celebration? Yeah, okay. I had one yesterday night at the reunion dinner and uh, I was reading out these phrases and then my brother, uh, who is a... Uh, Methodist pastor, he was reading out the Christianized version of all these uh, different phrases. So I was joking with him, I said, I'm the pagan one and he's the holy one, you know, <laughs> as a joke, okay? Um, that's the first thing we're supposed to do, say the right things, okay? Number two, eat the right foods. You have to make sure that you eat the right foods or so, okay? So here are they, I'll just go through them very quickly. The first one is fish. As um, what I mentioned earlier, Fish in Chinese sounds like surplus, okay? So the idea is that as you eat that, every year you have a surplus, okay? Dumplings, what about dumplings? Now, Chinese dumplings are made to look like Chinese silver ingots, okay? Which are not bars, but they are boat shaped oval and they are turned up at the two ends, okay? So those are the silver ingots. So dumpling looks a bit like that. So the idea is that the more dumplings that you eat during the Chinese New Year celebrations, um, it's supposed to say that the more money you will make in this new year, okay? How true that is, I don't know. I've not tested it, huh? okay? The next one, spring rolls. Spring rolls, chun uh, jian, okay? Um, get their name because they are traditionally eaten during the spring festival. And when they are eaten, usually goes with the saying, huang jing wan liang, okay? Which means a ton of gold, okay? Because it's said that the fried spring rolls look like gold bars, Okay? So today for the parents, I can tell you, when you go home, make some spring rolls and then call your children in and say, Daddy and Mommy is going to give you go bars and then you give them the spring rolls, okay? Yeah. Okay, that's a bad joke, sorry. Okay, next one, Tang Yuan, which is the sweet rice balls, okay? And they symbolize family togetherness. Tang Yuan, uh, the association and round shape of the Tang Yuan is, uh, is um, associated with the idea of reunion and being together, okay? Next, fruit. Certain fruits are eaten during the Chinese New Year period, such as tangerines and oranges. Once again, is they are round, they are golden in colour, so they symbolise fullness and wealth. Okay? And especially the terms for the Chinese fruits also bears um, resemblance to Chinese words. For example, um, the Chinese word for orange and tangerine is chen, correct? Chen. That sounds like chen kong the chen, success. Okay, and the other one is D, G, uh, sorry, which sounds like the Chinese character for luck. Okay, G in there. Um, next one, Chinese New Year cake. 
okay, this is uh, called Nian Kao. Okay, and once again, it comes from the term that is called Nian Kao. It means that every year, will you get higher and higher. So that's the idea behind that. And the last one is longevity noodles, happiness and longevity. <clears throat> um, they symbolize a wish for longevity. And it is said that their length and unsevered preparation is symbolic of the eater's life. Okay? So no matter what you do, please, if somebody cooks you a bowl of longevity noodles, don't go and take the scissors and cut it up. Okay? Yeah, I think the person might be quite offended. You're supposed to eat it as it is. Okay? Slurp it up. Okay? Longevity. So, out of these seven lucky foods, uh, you can say there'll be some more. How many of you have you, um, how many of these dishes have you tried? I counted for my own family. I think we had some fish, we had some dumplings, and we had tang yuan. Yep, so three. Not bad, okay? How many of us down here had, had all seven of them? Hands up. Awesome. Nobody? Okay, don't worry, it's still okay. It's still the first day of Chinese New Year. We still have time to try these different things, okay? And next, last one is do the right activities, okay? Do the right activities. Um, so we not just um, say the right things, uh, eat the right foods, but we also do the right activities. And that includes spring cleaning and home decoration, okay? Now, this number one, if you have not done it yet, you're not supposed to do it today, okay? <laughs> it's supposed to have been done before the Chinese New Year itself, not on the first day, okay? Number two, Chinese New Year outfits. Wear Chinese New Year outfits. And I can look across and see so many of us wearing our Chinese New Year outfits, okay? Number three, eat auspicious foods, okay? Make sure that we eat some of those foods that's uh, stated earlier. Round up family and friends, okay? Gather together as family and friends and celebrate together. Um, number five, give and or receive red packets, okay? So notice number five, it says give and or receive red packets. Huh? Very often we think that the only people who benefit from this activity number five are, are, are the children, correct? Right, or, or the, um, maybe those who are, uh, still have not been married yet, uh, they, are, they also qualify to receive ang pao's, okay? Um, but actually, the idea here is that when we give, also it's a way of blessing others. Okay? Number six, say Chinese phases during low hay. I think we'll cover that. Uh, number seven, celebrate with a bang. Okay? Celebrate with a bang, bring in the lion dancers, bring in the fireworks, so forth. And number eight, avoid certain things during Chinese New Year. Okay? And the, really, the thinking is that if we do all these things, if we say the right things, if we eat the right foods, if we do the right activities, you will surely in this coming year, what Okay, so you'll be like this lady firing away with the what guns, okay? What in there? But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Pastor Edmund, wait a minute, okay? Is that really so? I'm sure even as I look across the faces, as I see you all, some of you are approaching this sermon with a lot of skepticism, right? Is this pastor knowing what he's saying or not, you know? Yeah, huh? So is it really so? Is it really so that if we were to say the right things, if we were to eat the right foods and do the right activities, that we will definitely and certainly what ah? Of course. Okay, I apologize to the parents in advance if for the rest of today, your child will be going around saying what ah, what ah, what ah? I apologize in advance. 
Now, of course, we know that it's not this way, right? Of course, we know it's not this way. You and I just need to go through a few Chinese New Years to know that even if we do all of the above, even if we say the right things, eat the right foods, and do the right activities, there is no guarantee that we will huata in the New Year, right? Because it doesn't take us too long to find out that huata, prosperity, is not for us to grab. You see, doing all those things mentioned above during Chinese New Year can be a fun thing to do, yeah? And in the spirit and attitude of uh, fun and festivities, we can join in in some of these activities. Uh, I I don't see any harm in doing that. But if you and I really think that by doing these things, it will guarantee our what-aness, okay, or our prosperity, then we are sadly very wrong, isn't it? Because you and I go through enough of life to know that there is no guarantee to our what are and our prosperity, be it in terms of our wealth, our money, and or our property, isn't it? Right? So I remember at the, at the, at the, at the beginning of last year, last year, um, yeah, uh, I, I know of somebody who made a little bit of a... a um, uh, set aside a little bit of his savings, okay? He wanted to grow his savings, and so he put it in some investments, okay? And lo and behold, what happened at the beginning of last year? Do you remember? The Russia-Ukraine war, right? And everything just went tumbling down. So that's an example. Nobody can guarantee. Nobody could predict it. Nobody can know, right? So that goes with our money and our property. It also goes with our health. Our health. There is no guarantee to our health be it our physical health or our mental health. Yeah? But instead, as we who call ourselves Christians, the children of God, we soon realize this, that what are is for God to give, not for us to grab, isn't it? Right? We realize that if anybody can cause us to what are in our lives, it is for God to give, not for ourselves to grab. After all, God is our creator and our provider, which means it is Him who created all the things, all the things that you and I count as our what honors, as our prosperity, be they our money, be they our property, our physical health, our mental health. Guess what? God created all these things. And He not only created all these things, it is also Him who provides us with all these things as he sees fit. He is our provider. So our what are is really for God to give and not for us to grab, to guarantee for ourselves. And flowing from this fact that God is our creator and provider of all things, there is a further truth that we can say and that we must say. And that is... What are is for God to decide. Meaning, what what honors is, what prosperity is, or what should count as prosperity for us, is not only for God to give, it is also for God to decide. God decides and knows best what should serve as our what honors, our prosperity. God knows best what blessings we need, right? And so in order to know what God has decided as blessings for, for us, 
let us turn to his word. I know it's been read for us earlier, but I think we can all um, read it together again. Okay, shall we read it? Yep. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor seats in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaves does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Thank you for reading that. Now, you find that in this passage, um, and the reason why I chose this passage, someone, is because there is actually the idea of prospering in this passage. There is the idea of what eyeing in this passage, okay? And that's found in verse 3. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that use its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Okay? Or if I were to translate that word prosper in the Chinese New Year translation, you can say in all that he does, he huara. Okay? In there. And so we ask, who is this person who huara or prosper in all that he does? And once again, verse 1 tells us, it is the one who does not walk the path of evil. It is the man who does not walk the path of evil by joining in with the wicked, with sinners, and with scoffers. But instead, it is the one who follows the Lord by delighting in his word, by meditating on it, and not just meditating on it because he has to, but he, as he meditates on God's word, he delights in God's word. He enjoys the time that he spends dwelling in God's word, in soaking up God's word, okay? That is the person whom someone tells us, Hwatsa. Okay? So someone seems to present to us a clear picture. I think it's clear enough. The one who walks in the Lord in the path of righteousness, the one who delights in his word, they are like the tree that is planted by streams of water. They are the ones who Hwatsa, prosper. Okay? But the one who walks with the wicked in the path of unrighteousness, the one who scoffs at the righteous and goes and says, why you live like that? You live so righteously also. You don't prosper, not like me, and so forth. They are the ones who scoff at us. They are like shafts that are blown away by the wind. They are the ones who liao Okay? Now, once again, liao is a Hokkien phrase which means done for already. Liao, finished. Okay? So they are the ones who are finished. Okay? Liao I think someone presents that to us. It's a clear enough picture that we can see in there. And um, as we go with that, everything seems good and, and, and clear. But once again, is that really so? Is that really so? I mean, didn't we at ARPC just do a sermon series last year, not too long ago? And didn't we do the series on Psalm 73 to 89? And in those Psalms, I remember reading those Psalms, uh, and, and in those Psalms, we didn't see the righteous psalmist prospering. We didn't. 
where instead we saw the righteous psalmist suffering. And in their suffering, they cried out to God in lament. They say, why God, why? They are the righteous one. I mean, those who are righteous, who delight in God's word, will still find themselves in situations where they appear not to be prospering. Where in that state, I think, they would find it extremely difficult to say, what are? Agree? So what is happening here? What is happening here? Which brings me back to my previous three points. What are is not for us to grab. But what are is for God to give not for us to grab. And what are is for God to decide. And here's where we really need to take a closer look again at someone to see what is meant when the one who follows God is said to prosper or what are. We need to see what God means by what are here. Okay? So in someone... God mentions that those who delight in his law or word, they are the ones who what are or prospers. The ones who what are in someone are those who delight in and follow God's word. And here is where we cannot stop there, but we must move on to Psalm 2 to get a fuller picture of what it means for the one who delights in God's word to what are. Why? Because Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 both actually form the introduction to the entire book of the Psalms. Meaning they are arranged that way and they are meant to be read together. So you cannot just read Psalm 1 in isolation. You've got to read Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 together and they form the introduction to the whole book of the Psalms. It's a bit like John chapter 1 which we covered last week. John chapter 1 forms the introduction or the prologue to the book of John. So in that same way, Psalms 1 and 2, they form the prologue to the entire book of Psalms. And when we look at Psalms 2, when we look at Psalms 2, it speaks of the royal king, the king who would rule over Israel, not just Israel, but over all the nations. In fact, he rules over the nations in such a way that the nations are asked in Psalm 2 to kiss the son, this king, to serve him, in the same way that they serve Yahweh. Psalm 2, verses 11 to 12. For God has decided that he will rule this world through this king. In other words, Psalm 2 tells us that the ones who what are, are those who delight in and serve the king that God has appointed. Okay? So it is as we read Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 together that we get this picture of what it means for God to make someone what are. It's really in following God and reading, delighting and dwelling in His Word. And as we do that, His Word points us to the King whom God has appointed. And then it's in delighting and serving this King that we find the what honors that God has decided for us and wants to give to us. What honors is being in the presence and the good rule of this king that he has given to us. And that's what even the lament psalms were expressing. In their lament, very often the people were crying out for God to come save them, to come and bring them out of their present difficulties and predicaments. 
They were calling for God to come and save them the way that God did for their Israelite forefathers. And sometimes they were calling for God to send his king. Oh God, please send your king. Please send the one who will rule over us as if you yourself was ruling over us. Because they know. The psalmist in the Lament Psalms, they know that if God himself is present among them to save them and rule over them, that is true prosperity. That is true whatness in there. My final point, what is most staggering in that both these themes on Psalm 1 and Psalm 2, delighting in God's word and delighting in God's king, both these themes come together in a marvelous way in John's gospel. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 14. And then later in the chapter in John 1, which we'll cover next week, Nathaniel actually answered Jesus this way, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. So Nathaniel recognizes Jesus as the King of Israel. And even Pilate himself, in an ironic way, recognized and attributed Jesus as the king. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. Pilate said to the Jews, Behold your king. So John's gospel gets us to see that this word who has become flesh, human, this word who has dwelt amongst us, is none other than God himself who has come as the promised king to save his people. So to recap what we covered today, Chinese New Year is a time which gets us to see that we can prosper by saying the right things, eating the right things, and doing the right activities. Okay? And please don't get me wrong, I really hope that in the spirit of the festivity cheer, I really hope that everyone has a good time and fun time doing these things. Okay? But you and I know that what honors or prosperity is not simply something that we can grab for ourselves, but rather it is given to us. It is decided and given to us by our Creator and our Provider God. And if so, God tells us in His Word, in someone, that the one who truly is the one who follows God by delighting and dwelling in His Word. And His Word points us in turn to the King that God would send to come and save us and rule over us. And at that point in time, to truly is to come under the loving and good rule of God's King over us. And we see this come to its fullest fulfillment in John's Gospel. The Word becomes flesh. The Word dwells among us. The Word comes as God's promised King. To truly what are in this Chinese New Year is to turn to this one, the Lord Jesus Christ, to remain in Him. And as we do so, as we experience His presence with us, that is to experience true honors and prosperity and blessing that He alone can give to us and that we truly need. For from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that indeed in your great providence, you have given us festivals and traditions whereby we can celebrate together um, and uh, we can take part in some of these uh, fun things and, and fun activities uh, um, that, that's been stated for us. Uh, we thank you that we can do all that in a spirit of festivity and, 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 and cheer. But Lord, help us to realize that truly, um, and for many of us here who have been through life long enough, we know at the end of the day that all these things, uh, all this fun that's done in, in, in good cheer, that our prosperity, our what honest, is really not something for us to grab for ourselves. But it is something that you give to us, and it is something that you decide what is best and what we truly need as our blessings and our prosperity. We thank you that indeed your word shows to us that true prosperity, true what honest, is to dwell in your word. It is to delight in your word. And as we do that, your word points us to your king. And we thank you that in John's gospel, your king has become flesh and dwelt among us. And indeed, we can say that being in his presence, being in his good rule, being under his loving lordship, that indeed is true what honors for us. We thank you and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.